Hi there, I'm Carlos Mezenga from Luanda, Angola. You are listening to the English Sabbath School podcast, Information and Transformation. Hello, dear friends. I am Mo Sena for the English Sabbath School podcast. Lesson 7 for Wednesday, Wednesday, August 9th. And today's title, continuing on yesterday's. Remember, yesterday's about the Christ, the giver of gifts. Today's title, listen, gifts of the exalted Jesus. We listed them yesterday, some of them, right? What are those gifts? Do you remember? Yes, try to practice your memory as well. Well, first, let us pray. Heavenly Father, oh, so grateful we are for your love, for your care, for the many gifts you have lavished upon us. Oh, Father, you don't give us drops of mercy, of grace. You give us a flood, a rushing power that comes through your spirit. Father, empower us. Help us to be transformed. We, we, we have only drops of mercy, of kindness, of patience, of gentleness, of meekness. Please give us the, your grace to transform us. Overflow us with your love. In Jesus' name, amen. The lesson starts with uh, Psalm 68, 18 again. So let us open our Bibles there. I, I don't remember. I read it yesterday. Now let us read it again. Psalm 68, 18. When you ascended on high, you took many captives. You received gifts from people, even from the rebellious, that you, Lord God, might dwell there. Paul has just described the risen, exalted, conquering Jesus as giving gifts to his people from on high. Yes, uh, Paul inverted the idea. The psalmist said, receiving gifts. And now Paul said, giving gifts. What gifts does the exalted Jesus give? And for what purpose? Aha, uh -huh, yeah. Do you think about gold and silver and women and cars and traveling? Let us see. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. God gave us people with gifts to be apostles, to be prophets, to be evangelists, to be pastors and teachers. Isn't it interesting? Wow, appreciate those who are serving you. So what purpose did God, did Jesus give you those gifts? Paul identifies four groups of gifted people as part of the treasure trove of the exalted Jesus that he gives to his church. One, apostles. Two, prophets. Three, evangelists. Four, shepherds or pastors and teachers. The structure of the Greek phrase suggests that these are a single group. So a teacher is a shepherd and a shepherd is a teacher. Wow, what an honor. Christ gives these gifts to accomplish important work, to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ, and until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Ephesians 4.13 
ESV. This last point was of special importance to early Adventists who were reflecting on the spiritual gifts of Ellen G. White. Does the Bible validate the functioning of the gift of prophecy in the church only during the time of the apostles? Or does the gift continue until the return of Christ? The early Adventists found their answer in Ephesians 4.13 and shared it through a story about a captain of a ship who was bound to follow the instructions provided for a voyage. As the ship neared port, the captain found that the instructions informed him that a pilot would come on board to help guide the vessel. To remain true to the original instructions, he must allow the pilot to board and obey the further guidance offered. Who now heed that original book of directions? Those who reject the pilot are those who receive him as the book instructs them? Judge ye. That's from Uriah Smith. Do we discard the Bible by endorsing the visions? From the magazine Review and Herald, January 13th, 1863, at the very beginning of the church, page 52. And this is food for thought. So, as we do not reject, but we embrace the spirit of prophecy given to Ellen G. White, we cannot say that she was the last prophet. Who knows what God was, is going to be using, but we have to judge based on scripture. Scripture is the final authority. Now, the lesson continues. We should be careful when we identify shepherds or pastors, teachers and evangelists, since we think of these positions within our own context and time. As far as we are able to determine, in Paul's day, these would all have been lay leaders who were serving the house churches of Ephesus. And that's right, because now, increasingly more so, many pastors, unfortunately, in my humble point of view, follow as a career path. They take two, three different colleges, they study a lot, but it's they get different degrees, but it's a career. They look forward to developing their plans, their projects, and one day retire, that's it. And they work from nine to five, Basically, that's the idea. Some pastors do that. But it's a calling. It's much more than a job or a career path. Hmm. Now, let us compare with 1 Peter 2.9. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Acts 2.46 Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. And next 12, 12. When this had dawned on him, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, also called Mark, where many people had gathered and were praying. Okay, this verse was not very useful, this last one. But anyway, read Isaiah 5, 4. It says, what more could have been done to my vineyard that I have not done in it? Think about this verse in the context of what God has given us in the ministry of Ellen G. White. And how does it apply? Yes, but again, my friends, remember that the Spirit is not limited to a time or place. And it's, it reveals itself in different ways. 
For example, when a person writes an article that is very inspiring, motivating, you see that the person was loaded with the Holy Spirit, how can you say that the person wasn't inspired by the Lord, right? Is it just Ellen G. White who was inspired? So we have to be very careful about it. I know I'm not trying to teach any heresy here, but we have to embrace the teachings that Annie White, the thousands of thousands, thousands of pages that she wrote, and also be open to the Spirit talking to us and to other people. And sometimes a piece of advice, sometimes a situation, sometimes a moment of prayer can be as inspired as those with Annie White. Let us think about that. Because it's one spirit, isn't it? Well, I am Wasir Sena. My friends call me Mo. And I consider you my friends, so you may call me Mo. And for the English Sabbath School podcast, lesson 7 for Wednesday, August 9th. For more information, please contact us on Facebook or Instagram. Believes you nest. Tell our friends about our podcast available on any podcast platform. Rate us with five stars so that more people may discover us. Thank you, my friends, for listening, for sharing and for praying with us and for us.